I think it's about time the show. Actually, I was wondering because at the start, like I've always edited the show so far. Yep. The introduction is just hello and welcome. Yeah. But I wonder if we should do a kind of like a slightly cold open talker. Yeah. What does that mean? You know, just uh, where they're just talking. Well, there we we are just talking, um, and they're just you know because like, I think well, it's just like oh what are we doing and then it's like all oh, right here we are it's that rich that's rich I think it's a good idea why don't we do that um, are we gonna go is it some... meta enough now that I've referenced it to yeah say that? I think I think we've pierced the veil of podcasting all right. and all the magic is gone <laughs> <laughs> I think we could stretch it out a little longer yeah um, so just keep talking about stuff. Or do the stats which sound Hello like and that. welcome to <laughs> Hello and uh, welcome <laughs> to That's Rich. Uh, this is the podcast where we talk about the zany mad uh just downright crazy lives of different rich people from across time from the first caveman charging tax on a rock <laughs> to the latest soundcloud rapper spending my name as always is daniel McKeown. and my name is rory kelly this week rory how are you i'm good i'm good uh had a you know one of these productive unemployed mornings we where, love that you know yeah absolutely I sent some emails. Took yeah, a man. small amount of serotonin-based pride in that. How has your spending been this week? Uh, yeah, bad, bad. I continue to <laughs> uh, to, to waste money on uh, clothes at charity shops and uh, buy. Bo- big, I found some that's money. That's a big haul. I'm, if I'm you're s- wasting money in the clothes <laughs> shop, yeah. I'm such I'm such trash because I had one of those. Um, I find money in my PayPal account, which oh, is no. like in times of yore, it's like oh, a gold coin mm-hmm. behind my. Ca- you know, I can pay off the debtors. And then you look across and you see the pub in the window and you, but also I could, and I, I, I don't tra- know what you're referencing, by the way. <laughs> I love just, it. But I know. Just culture. You don't, you don't get that. You don't. <laughs> no. I like it though. I like the world you created. That was, I think um, it was vivid. So I transferred most of the money into my bank account and then saved a, well, saved a slice for myself. Let's celebrate that. We're shaking hands. Yeah. Um. I was wondering if you could hear it. This is not a sensitive enough mic to pick up on. No, no. Um, let's see, hang on. Let's do it. Let's do a big, a sort of clappy handshake. You know, like. <laughs> I think that would I hope through. it picks up every noise. Like... <laughs> um, my sweaty shame. So, what um, about you? How's your spending been? It's been a. Uh, I have not checked my bank account <laughs> in a while. It's been expensive just because uh, I, I I was booking. Um, it's not important. It's personal stuff. Actually, well, who's why would you, why would you um, say it's, that? It was my it's my anniversary today with my girlfriend. Oh, congratulations! Uh, so I was doing a lot of spending on that, sending gifts, uh, mm-hmm. and also I booked my flights out to see her. She lives in uh, how many Oak, lords are leap? How many lords are leaping? <laughs> <laughs> how many maids are plucking? Or I don't know what this. I, I just I do. just remembered. I you know what? I forgot the lords are leaping was in there. <laughs> I turn off after five gold rings. How do you? <laughs> I, I was like, it, it's not gonna get better. That's the most like fickle person ever. There's so much of shit after five gold rings. <laughs> um, the old stuff is way better. How do you pay a lord to leap? By the way, that is that's a huge amount of money. Lords don't get out of bed for more than a few grand at least. <laughs> Let alone leap on command. I'm not. I don't have lords a leaping money. I will say that <laughs> I have. Um, <laughs> I don't even have five gold rings. <laughs> 
Don't we have a partridge yeah. in a tree? Partridge in a tree, yeah, fine. Fine. Maybe a what's the other one? Some birds. There's lots of birds, right? Um, birds. I think it's part partridge in a pear tree. Hey, that's not the tune. <laughs> <laughs> partridge Partridge in a pear tree, two chains, and then <laughs> Uh, I don't know. That was. Were you going to do a whole bit? I enjoyed it. So each week, uh, if you haven't listened to the past two episodes, which is totally fine, um, not passive aggressive. Don't blame you. um, We both of us take turns uh, researching a rich person from history or from current day Mm -hmm. and a wild story of their life or or an event that happened to them, and we explain it to one another and kind of just talk about it, and it sort of feeds our gossipy. Perez Hilton, in a Perez Hilton. We're the which... Perez Hilton of the Elizabethan court, desperately yes. trying to find out, you know, who Sir Walter Raleigh is fucking. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care everybody, about that. Everybody, everybody. <laughs> um, and so, and I think I was thinking about this week's episode, and I, you know, if you've listened to the past two episodes, you'll know you'll, we we've recorded a lot of historical ones, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think it's been very academic, and we've both been very you know, brainy boys about it. And I think sort of patting ourselves on the back. And I wanted us to bring us back to our gossipy trash. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm here for it. And that is why this week we're talking about Colleen Rooney and Rebecca Vardy. <laughs> yes! Oh, thank God. I'm so glad because I don't know I don't know anything about Well, that's why I didn't know how than... you were going to feel about this. Yeah, no, no, no. You could swing either way of hating it or loving it. Okay, I'm going to do this so I don't spoil anything, okay? Mm-hmm. Because if you try and summarize, I don't want to I, I, I want to get to all the details. That's a good point. Sorry, I'm getting too excited. I'm going to relax. Um, but I, I think a good way to summarize it would be ask you, Rory, where were you <laughs> when you found out the news? No, I found out this about this. When, when was this? Last week? It was, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Okay, I don't know who either of these people are. <laughs> I know, I know, I obviously know their last names as prominent footballers. But from what I understand, and I'm not going to spoil the story, mm-hmm. I guess for context for viewers, Colleen Rooney is the wife of Wayne Rooney, a very mm-hmm. popular English footballer. And what, what was the other? What, Vardy? Rebecca Vardy. Rebecca Vardy uh, is the <laughs> wife of Jamie Vardy, a very popular footballer. And they got into some Easy. big drama last week that destroyed Twitter. Mm-hmm. I, what I want to do, mm-hmm. I'll actually, you know what, since you don't know the, what I'll do is give you a reading. I know the big thing, obviously. So there was a big, there was the tweet that uh, Colleen Rooney put out. Um, well, this was on a, this was about two weeks ago, mm-hmm. so it's very fresh news, and this is an emerging story as well. So mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. say as well that we may do updates on this. We may yep. add edits to it later. The podcast may become devoted to following this drama I, as I, is, just with the BBC's Brexit cast. We'll bring you the latest breaking news. I've been waiting on... to hijack <laughs> my own idea. <laughs> so, um, so this was posted. Um, it's a very long account. It's a long. Uh, it was on her iPhone's notes. She posted this on is Twitter. The, this is the, the big tweet that Colleen Rooney dropped a couple weeks ago. Yes, this and is the big And you're going to read it now. So, Do you want to give context before, or are you just going to uh, read it? No, because there was no context when it was posted. That's true. So, that's true. None of us uh, knew what was going on. We so, were just living our lives! <laughs> <laughs> she did this! <laughs> she dropped this atom bomb! That's Harry S. truman yeah, my yeah. life! Um, so, uh, there's a long. it's a long thing. I'm not going to read it all out now, because I think... It's going to take too long, and I won't be able to do it justice because it's a beautiful monologue. But it, so I'll read the last little part. Um, so she has her suspicions that someone was leaking news to the press, mm-hmm. stories from her from her private Instagram account, mm-hmm. and and the Sun newspaper yes. was getting hold of them. 
things that she thought only people in her life could know. And in her own words, I blocked everyone from viewing my Instagram stories except one account. Those on my private account must have been wondering why I haven't had stories on there for a while. Over the past five months, I've posted a series of false stories to see if they made their way into the Sun newspaper. And you know what? They did. The the story about gender selection in Mexico, the story about returning to TV, and then the latest story about the basement flooding in my new house. Um, It's been tough keeping it to myself and not making any comment at all, especially when the stories have been leaked. However, I had to. Now I know for certain which account slash individual it's come from. I have saved and screenshotted all the original stories, which clearly show just one person has viewed them. It's Rebecca Vardy's account. Boom! Yes! God damn it! Chef's kiss. Okay, Chef's I, and kiss. this is this and has been a very important uh, detail in the story, and, and I just want <laughs> I want to be clear. So I'm taking I'm taking the iPad that Dan's reading off. Mm-hmm. Dan paused there because it's <laughs> is followed by an ellipsis, which is normally three stops, but here is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I believe that's ten. I'm not going to make you hear me count again. Ten dots. The most. <laughs> I mean, the most tension and relief, I think, mm. ever built up in history. Genuinely, my, and it's the same amount of ellipses my dad uses unprompted as well. <laughs> it's very, insane. that's what's great, yeah. is that obviously, you know, Colleen Rooney, I don't know how old she is, but I imagine she's in her late 30s. Um, she's a mum. That post has mum energy. Super but also if your mum was Stephen King. And yeah. you could, like, <laughs> just, like... Honestly, if you're, yeah, just like... Um, and so, uh, Rebecca Vardy oh, receives this news... She was on holiday in Dubai with her husband when she gets this news. Um, but I, I picture it so... The like, news to villa, be clear. So like in, I picture in a villa and like, dropping <laughs> a wine glass. Like, <laughs> smashing. Like, I picture it like... Know, that. The news is that, that Rebecca Vardy is... Well, Rebecca Vardy's account, we should say. Yeah, no, well, Rebecca Vardy, ongoing. Yeah, yeah. The, mm. the, what is Allegedly. The, um, the accusation is that she, Rebecca Vardy has been leaking uh-huh. news about Colleen Rooney to the press. Selling, I believe, as Selling, well, what sorry. we said. Um, I mean, no, 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 it's both, but it's interesting that... Um, anyway, carry well, we'll on. We'll get on to that. Yeah, I might not know. Maybe I, sh- maybe I shouldn't so say So, her it. response... She probably doesn't know. Um, uh, <laughs> her response, actually, I, have never, I didn't actually read it before, is, it reads as follows, also on iPhone notes, may, and may it all uh, let them pin their feces <laughs> to the walls of the church. Uh, Martin Luther tweeted, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to go on. Yeah. It's time for a reformation. Um, she said, as I have just said to you on the phone, I wish you had called me if you had thought this. <laughs> um, oh, that sucks. I never speak to anyone about you as various journalists who have asked me to over the, uh, over the years can vouch for. If you thought this was happening, so you could have petty. told me and I could have changed my passwords to see if it stopped. Uh-huh. Uh, Yada, yada, yada. I'm not being funny, but I don't need the money. What would I gain from selling stories on you? I liked you a lot, Colleen, and I'm so upset that you've chosen to do this, especially when I'm heavily pregnant. I'm disgusted that I'm even having to deny this. You should have called me the first time this happened. And then also, I'll say in the caption, she, she referenced that she was pregnant twice. So. <laughs> nice. Okay. Which honestly is kind of fair, because I feel like when you're pregnant, that's your second thought anyway. You're exactly. Like, I'm so pregnant right and, now. Uh, you know, you yeah, drop yeah. your guard. And this while I'm pregnant? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, I feel it. Since then, um, according to a Guardian article, uh, this... Uh, the, uh, the, uh, Rebecca Vardy has hired IT experts who can look at the forensic of her Instagram to identify who else has access in an attempt to clear her name. 
Although it is unclear exactly what this forensic analysis would involve, <laughs> Vardy's agents did not return a qu- request for comment. Sorry, that was a, from a Mail Online quote that was used in the Guardian article. The Guardian also go on to say... Uh, sorry, can we just can we just briefly talk sorry, about yeah, the yeah, fact yeah. that Rebe- Rebecca Vardy has hired anonymous to like hack <laughs> Instagram and to bring, yeah, white hat hackers <laughs> to determine whether or not to clear my name from what is admittedly the most incredible cyber crime in I would history. Say probably the most unclean people hanging out with probably <laughs> the cleanest people. Um, the, the, the Guardian is very shady. I think this is a lot of this, by the way, a lot of my research is coming from tabloids like the mail the sun and the mirror so obviously take that with a pinch of salt mm-hmm. and it's quite horrendous to be honest some of the stuff as we'll get on to later that they are the worst they are so surreal as well sorry i'm getting totally off topic it's all right um, carry on the, the guardian the guardian says the sun has emphasized that it follows standard journalistic practice in putting all the apparently fake stories to readers representatives before publication with a request for comment however uh, it goes on to say the sun has run dozens of stories about Vardy in recent months many of them exclusive and some of which were bylined by the same reporters who wrote the story about rooney which were allegedly based on false information so so what does that even mean so there's a lot of he sh- he shed <laughs> he said she He's said shed uh, stuff among shed. the journalists i guess they're, they're, yeah. they're shifting blame yep. but seemingly this is common practice yeah. as well yeah. from the sounds of things at mm-hmm. least from that quote mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. But that's where we're at now. I'd like to go quickly to the celebrity response. Yes, there very numerous. important. Um, this is a slightly forced headline, but Kira Knightley said she would play her uh, <laughs> in a movie. This is a quite a forced celebrity interview, I will say. Because well, the thing was like, Kira Knightley said she'll play it, and then the interview is like, you should play it, and, oh. and she's like, yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Hang on. Yeah. Please tell me this wasn't in the press junket for the film she's currently doing about the war in someone, Iraq. Someone as a lies. joke was like, Colleen Rooney should be a government spy <laughs> now because of this amazing oh, sting operation. Fuck that. That yeah. sucks so much. Um, no, I can't. Kira Knightley's here to talk about state secrets and she's like, by the way, in yeah. trending topics. <laughs> well, um, in... Um, Keeping within her wheelhouse, Katie Price on her YouTube channel uh, in a video called My Views on Colleen versus Rebecca plus Banned from Driving. Uh, she said, anyone I've outed is for a reason. If they've really tried to damage me, for example, my best friend when they betrayed me with my husband, which honestly sounds like more of a her thing. Yeah, that's your um, idea. And says, I'm, sorry to, I'm sorry to say it's horrible. Rebecca's getting all this shit and everything, but I genuinely believe Colleen would not put this statement out unless she had evidence because she, had, she could get done for def- defamatory. Which is totally a good take from Katie. I want to say she also said at the start of the video to introduce it, it was like, Jesus, you want to stay tuned. <laughs> it like, as if it wasn't her account. It was really great. It was like, this, this content's so good. It is, I am a vessel for it. And I will just... That's a hell of a tease. So that was really, uh, so that was a good take. I thought um, I, uh, Vinnie Jones. On it's very movie. easy. We should say, by the way, it's extremely easy in this country to get done for libel or defamation. Mm. That is like extraordinarily easy. I think it's the um, one thing we have in common with with Americans on sue on lawsuits. It's the most trigger thing. I think. Well, yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of suing in America, but it's actually very hard to sue someone for libel in mm. the states. You can say kind of whatever you like. Really? And they, they, yeah, and they have to prove. Uh, if if I say something about you and you sue me, you have to prove untrue. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I say something about you in this country and you sue me here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to prove truth. I have to prove in a court of law that what I said was true, which is a very high bar. That so, is a high bar. so if Colleen Rooney has lied, mm-hmm. she is fucked. 
Yeah, no, uh, and oh, I think it's very comes, unlikely. I think it's a huge power play. It's a yeah. huge shot across the bow, and it's high risk, high reward. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, not even massively high rewards. If you, if not, what do you mean not a high reward? She should get the Booker Prize for this. Oh, that, she that, should. No, she that, should. That's yeah. the highest reward. No, oh, 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 like clout wise, yes. I like, and you gotta respect the game and the the drama of it. That is that is so, um, you know. That's so opera. Everyone gasped in the room. Exactly. Stuff. Yeah. Pearl it's, clutching shit. Like she earned her title as Wagatha Christie, as she has been christened. <laughs> that on is extremely social media. good. I love that. Um, it was also yeah. Rue done it was another headline they ran with. Uh, moving on quickly. Sorry, Vinnie Jones uh, said. Can, uh, on I, this can morning, I ask who's Vinnie? Vinnie Jones? Jones is a footballer turned juggernaut in X Men: Last Stand. Um, he was <laughs> turned juggernaut. No, no, he, was a, football, he became he, an unstoppable he, tank. <laughs> <laughs> Vinnie Jones, he's an actor, he's in Guy Ritchie movies, yeah, he's yeah, no, a footballer. Yeah. Very uh, geezery. Um, he said, she's the opposite to these girls now, he continued. People ask me, what do you think of these two girls? I think it's quite funny and everything else, but what an embarrassment to their husbands, no thought of their kids. Which is... Fuck off! No, 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 but can I say, it's weirder, because the she he refers to at the start is his dead wife. <laughs> And he was talking what? about the video. Was talking about him, the grieving She's process, the and he takes this. He takes this side bit to be like, and also fuck these girls. <laughs> it's fuck? so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, dealing with the um, loss of a loved one is extremely difficult, and that's why I'm so glad that she never went into the <laughs> iPhone Notes app. And fuck off. That's um, got nothing to do with it. And I think actually, before we talk about the final person, I think it does speak to because I mentioned it to my mum, and she said the same. Had a similar sentiment about like what an embarrassment these girls are. And it's like. Can we talk about, and I want, I do have a very, I think I have a very, I'm maybe a bit sensitive to it, but I, I, I want to make a case later on in this episode, which I will be doing. Mm. Um, <laughs> so stay for, tuned. I mean, I don't think I have to sell it to a lot of people, but it's an incredibly intelligent move, incredibly media savvy move, Daring. and oh. um, she deserves a lot of respect. And it's very strange. We'll get onto it, sorry. But Stacey Solomon said on this morning, I understand why she would be really upset and really hurt and want to out that person but unless you have a conversation with somebody you can't get a real gist of what whether they have done it or not but then i don't get rebecca vardy's side either because if i was her and i knew i had done nothing i wouldn't even reply i would just send a lawyer's letter um hmm. now there's a lot of different responses there i don't know about that stacy yeah you know this is the court of public opinion and this is you know <laughs> if you don't if you don't take to the forum with your notes app ready mm. I, i'm not i'm not sure you're gonna do very well having said that we didn't really talk about just how evasive and, and non-committal that uh, Rebecca Vardy's reply was. I don't mm. even think she denies it, does she? I can't remember. I don't want to say that. Mm. Um, she said I'd have nothing to gain for selling stories. Well, who knows if she sold stories? Mm. It was a weirdly conversational response. I'm not being funny, a, but yeah. I don't need the money. Yeah, what would I gain from it? Yeah, she never she never denies it. Um, well, this, this brings us on to my next question. Right. You've heard all these responses. Yep. Where do you stand? Whose side are you on? Oh, that's really tough. I mean, I guess there's lots of different angles to look at this from. Mm. You know, uh, on the one hand, there's the moral angle. Now, I'm, you know, I struggle with people airing their uh, their grievances in public. I, you know, I worry a little bit about what we become when when we take to the press to air personal beefs. So let's let's put that to one side. There, another angle uh, is is the aesthetic angle. Now you know I'm a you know I'm a fan of books. I like uh, <laughs> I like I like reading. Yeah. I like I like uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and Colleen. I think 
I don't want to overstate things. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to. Really, it's because fa- you've been it's you're to, this with the weight. Yeah, I think it's fair to call to call Colleen Rooney the greatest writer of our generation <laughs> because that is the, a more affecting paragraph than anything. Yeah. So I I think that that is a a phenomenal. Uh, literary achievement mm-hmm. and you know it is a great literary achievement it's very yeah, impressive yeah and uh, maybe i'm being too generous yeah. on that basis um what do you think i i think uh i do want to see how it develops as everybody else's i'm praying for a, a juicy finish but i don't think that's gonna happen i think it's very choice Colleen's move, obviously, huge respect to mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. even saying Rebecca Vardy's account and things like that mm-hmm, is massively um, is a massive good move because then you know you can't say it's her specifically. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Down yeah. To it, it well phrased. Actually, what she's getting into, which yeah. I think has been uh, established. Although I do feel like, and I feel like Rebecca Vardy's account is so vague, and there's like there's IT experts. Oh my god, that just IT feels like expert. a sort of scramble. To, to fix this or whatever. It's like when my when my mum gets me to check the router. I mean, like, I just <laughs> fumble uselessly at the technology. To, to make another point, and I'm sure we'll talk about this more sure, as we go yeah, on, yeah. I guess the other thing uh, is when assessing this is to talk about, I guess, the kind of the media context of this and, and what, ge- genuinely, not, not even taking the mic, what this kind of represents. Because I think one of the reasons, the other reason that people find this so remarkable and impressive and kind mm-hmm. of cool is that... People like Colleen Rooney and also people like Rebecca Vardy, mm-hmm. people who are sort of peripheral celebrities who are who are famous by dint of the fact that they're married to someone famous. Sure. And maybe this is not an insult to them, maybe haven't done a ton to be famous mm-hmm. or famous in this more nebulous way that we have these days, are really fed on by a really horrible section of the media, which oh, is 100%. just about creating cruel and nasty gossip, and they treat these people very, very badly. Yeah. And <clears throat> Colleen Rooney kind of stood up to that in a very impressive way. At the same time, though, this is the biggest gossip media spectacle ever. All those magazines and newspapers that treated Colleen Rooney so bad will do so well off this because it's the biggest... It's the biggest footballer's wife story I've ever heard. It's the only one I've heard, so it must be big. (laughs) I mean... Well, it's it's, it's easy to... It's like you push them and then they did something which seems crazy because it's such a bold move. Exactly. Um, and which only like, makes yeah. for a better spectacle. Mm. And I think that I think that this could turn into something really agonizing and take a long time as sometimes mm. these, especially, God help us, if it goes to trial. Yeah. Just to go back to what you were saying about the media narrative, reading some of these, the, 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 the tabloid accounts, I know it, like we all know tabloid stuff is like trash, right? Yeah. We all know, everyone's like, it's not journalism. It's, it's a cliche but, at this point. But it is surreally phrased. The one about Stacey Solomon, that was a statement she gave on this morning, and they don't reveal that it was on this morning until they literally say, and this was met with a round of applause from the this morning audience. Yeah. Oh it's my just God. like, when they were there the whole time. Yeah, like, exactly. pull back, like is so weird. And then there's a few other things. They'll they will. I because I don't read them usually, mm-hmm. but they do just say things. Oh my god, do they just it's say? It's why it's like a source. Not even saying a source said. They literally just like it's it's ridiculous. They do the Trump. Um, uh, many people are saying this. You know, I'm here. I'm hearing yeah, yeah, from yeah. lots of people. They're also very deft at doing the thing um, where they. I mean, this is genuinely an amazing literary talent the way they mm. write to put ideas in your head w- without ever implying that mm. they're actually real you know never never claiming oh yeah you know you often hear it with um articles about people you know 
if they've been injured and the implication is that maybe they were drinking but you can't mm -hmm. outright say that so you just sort of imply it very i can't even do it now i can't give you an example it's that difficult um, to do so that's yeah. something to watch so out for what, what i will say is that i hope that we just as a side note for us i don't know if, i hope we can give a nuanced take and a, a sensitive take absolutely uh, that, that, that me and five other people will listen to i think We're drinking, but you can't yeah. outright say that. So you just sort of imply it very. I can't even do it now. I can't give you an example. It's that difficult um, to do. So that's yeah. something to watch out so for. What What I will say is that I hope that we, just as a side note for us, I don't know. If, I hope we can give a nuanced take and a, a sensitive take. Absolutely. Uh, that, that, that me and five other people will listen to. I think. Um, but what I, I haven't really started to stand that path because I've um, been singing the praises of Colleen Rooney. Yeah, definitely. I will say so. Um, those are the main details of the big story, which is what I wanted to cover, mm -hmm. which is the one everyone's talking about. But I thought, uh, until we get to future developments, which I would love to to investigate, mm -hmm. we could talk a bit more about Colleen Rooney's life, because I think it will play into the, my idea of of what she's... Um, of, 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 what, of, of how she came to be, I guess. How, she, how yep. our protagonist came to be. And, and, mm -hmm. and, so, uh, Colleen... Uh, Colleen McLaughlin was born on 3rd of April 1986, and she actually oh, met Wayne... Oh, that's my birthday. Oh, really? No. <laughs> wow, it's December. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that was. <laughs> um, Carry on. <laughs> Sorry. We're going to get through this bit. Um, they actually, She actually met Wayne Rooney when they were both 12 years old, uh, and, she ma and they married wow. on the 12th of June 2008. Um, they have three sons, Kai, Clay, and Kit... Which fucking hell! I feel this has definitely been left out of the story. Jesus They're called Kai, Clay, and Kit. Those are three. Those are those are a team of triplets who become Power Rangers in a film. Like they're, <laughs> yeah, truly, it is. Actually, it took me a while to. <laughs> but um, they so basically one of the big stories that that ran is that Wayne Rooney has a quite a long history of of affairs. Uh, the first one was in 2004, before they were married, with wow. a, uh, a sex worker called Charlotte Glover uh, and Gina McCarrick a month later. He was caught at a brothel ten times, apparently. Jesus Christ. So he was there the same brothel? Yeah, he loved this one brothel, man. <laughs> you keep going back to the same brothel? I know. You got Maybe to there disperse. Aren't exactly, yeah. yeah. You know, I don't go to the same prep twice in a day because it makes me feel bad. <laughs> when I when I lap prep, as I frequently do, my three my three daily trips to prep, yeah. you don't go to the same one because you feel dirty and yeah, soiled. It's weird. Um, so, but then, so that was before they were married, and it's mm. a long. It's quite tough on Colleen. I'm not gonna lie. So in 2010, yeah, no, I mean. One, is that he was caught in a threesome with Helen Wood and Jenny Thompson, an escort and uh, an escort and a vice girl, which was in before the South African World Cup. This she was caught by a vice girl. No, no, the, the vice girl is the name of the. It's a type of escort. Sorry, is that not escort and vice girl? Yeah. What's a vice girl? It's like a type of. Uh, it's like you know, like they do some stuff. Are you, are you sure idea. about that? And and that vice. It's is... not Vice the magazine. This was no. I don't mean Vice the magazine. Okay. I mean. No, a vice is vice is the are the units that track down prostitution and drugs. So a vice, if you get caught by a vice oh, agent, no, I think she, no, she oh, could no, be I an undercover. Colloquial, colloquial. Are you no, sure? She's definitely not because okay. um, basically they both went on to sell their stories. Out. So it was quite tough. Oh, right, so okay. Helen yeah, Wood subsequently sold the story for forty thousand pounds when her name went public, and then she released a tell-all book called A Man's World. Uh, this kind of plays into what we talk about on this. On we got a. We got a. We got our bell hooks over here. <laughs> Sorry. 
I don't know who that was. Uh, and um, I was possessed. So well, they had an arranged limo and canal ride in Manchester. She t- talks about sorry uh, wow. in the book in Woods book in, in in which was like one big orgy. She says. <laughs> Um, Wait, what? She said the canal ride was like a big orgy. Yeah, the, uh, well, they had just in Manchester a big orgy scene. It was a limo ride in the canal. <laughs> limo like ride. Orgy yeah. scene in Manchester. Mm. There's probably an orgy scene everywhere. Holy shit. What? Um, I, I don't... I, I have trouble finding a bar I like in London. <laughs> <laughs> like, these people live such lives! I know, they come... And then uh, Jenny... Uh, uh, Jenny Thompson also released a book called uh, Bang to Write, which is... Uh, <laughs> <the> two... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, right? I was like, yeah, that's good. Oh, Between, that's so and, like, good. Those two Bang are both, to write. as far as, I think, I think as far as escort tell-all books go, you have a man's world man's and you have Bang, to, bang to Write. And I... that's so, you're so right. That's, those um, are the two poles of like... But, you um, know, that's Girl with the Dragon Tattoo or Hustlers. That's, yeah, exactly. Know, um, but your... they, um, they really... Uh, the, their stories diverged, which is interesting, a little bit interesting, in that Helen said he was you know, crying after the threesome and was like, wow. I can't do this, and showed the, a picture of his baby's uh, ultrasound to her and saying, Colleen can never find out. But Jenny comes in <gasps> and says, and I quote, this what? is from a song article, uh, it says, she's now trying to give herself a way of conscience by saying, he was close to tears. That is absolutely not true. We were all laughing and joking around afterwards. He was buzzing. If he felt so guilty, why did he invite me around for sex to, to add his family home a few weeks later? Why was he constantly messaging me filth on Skype? And why did he invite me onto the Man United Christmas party where he took me into a back office for a sex act? This was not a one-time mistake or the actions of someone who was overcome with remorse. The truth is he enjoyed it, and so did she. So Jenny is the fucking man. I love it. <laughs> I love it. This is like, nah, Helen is just like... That's crazy. Well, I, can, can I say, I don't know what to make of either of those, because on the one hand, those are two, you know, those are two common things you hear mm-hmm. uh, from sex workers and particularly from people caught with powerful men in compromising positions, mm-hmm. you know. On the one hand, you often hear... You know, it's not about sex. It's about some sort of deep kind of emotional fulfillment that I can believe, you know. I mean, Christ, honestly, being Wayne Rooney and being constantly in the public eye Mm -hmm. and having your marriage constantly in the public eye must be pretty hard. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, obviously that doesn't give anyone an excuse for infidelity, but it can, it would, you know, it wouldn't surprise me that he would need Mm -hmm. comforting. Yeah. But then also, yeah, you hear the other side from Helen Mm -hmm. that it's just depraved and and yeah. purely sexual and i can believe that too because jenny sorry jenny sorry. oh jenny said yeah, that yeah. helen said it was bang to rights was the sexual bit and a man's world was the emotional one if that That's helps so that makes so much sense um, i want to say as well just on a separate thing <laughs> that this is in an article summarizing wayne Rooney's infidelities from the sun Tra- trash again i know i'm sorry i'm we- i i feel called we're going to talk about it don't um, worry we're going to we're going to we're going to but if <laughs> They, they did, the, you know, they have subtitles on articles. Yes. And the subtitles they included, because sometimes they're like, you know, the BBC will be like, what is this? Catches up. One is like, yeah. what about Wayne Rooney? And why was the book delayed? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, those are my questions. Yeah. <laughs> was, um, when I hear about this thing, I want to know about she, the they both, I also, sexy world of publishing. It, it, it's, a, it's a tough one. And it's really, you know, there's no real winners out of this, sort of morally speaking. Mm-hmm. But I do think. I, I kind of respect that as soon as you're outed selling the story for £40,000, you, you really, it does create, I think it's worth keeping these stories in mind because I think it paints a picture of just how, uh, how how savagely people are sort of trying to tear mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. each other and at you and mm-hmm. trying to defame you. Mm-hmm. 
um, especially sex workers as well. That's a, absolutely. That's a, and especially so, I I don't. Well, because what we're talking about here is that like the reduction of people to you know media commodities to be bought mm-hmm. and sold, and like the Wayne Rooney story, and then the Colleen Rooney story, and then the story of everyone who's bumped into, mm-hmm. you know, these people, and who's gotten tangled up in, in the difficulties of their lives. And, yeah, there are no winners. There are no winners in this. And the yeah. person who gets the own, although I think it's great that Colleen Rooney kind of got this this kind of one ecstatic moment. Again, it is drive. it drove a news cycle for several days. Yeah. And that's why it was, you know, that... And thus, it is just part of the same mm. system that turns people up. And obviously, people like sex workers are kind of right at the heart of that. You know, they're going to be Certainly. particularly, you know, uh, prone to being treated like that because of the industry. There. Certainly. Um, it's also, I just want to say, I think they both moved on. Okay, as far as, you know, I don't know what the recovery is like of that kind of thing. But uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny Thompson is writing another book. Uh, and there's a quote here that says, Nobody is safe, and Mario Balotelli will be one of the names in the firing line. <laughs> I think she, because apparently her book was very juicy sex stories, and it was, that was marketed to that way. That was banged to rights, and I think Mario Balotelli, she had a, a run in with him and a photo with him. But I just loved it. It was like, no one's safe, especially not Mario Balotelli. <laughs> I'm gonna get him. I just like that. And presumably, um, Helen is working on her follow up book, The World's Slave uh, <laughs> Cruelty and Human Trafficking in the 21st Century, which will be published by Yale University <laughs> Press this coming fall. Yeah, genuinely. Um, but also, I think uh, I oh, I've lost the quote, unfortunately. But what, I think it was Helen who went on to say that. She thought Colleen should leave Wayne after a 2017 he was caught and tried with drink driving with another woman called Laura Simpson and he was sentenced to 100 hours of community service. And then in 2019, before this news aired, uh, he was seen with a brunette at a club. Uh, So, And obviously we're reading narratives into that, but he was leaving at 5.30am... uh, I know. go to brunettes with clo- uh, clubs with brunettes. <laughs> admittedly, admittedly, you're the brunette. But, you yeah. <laughs> oh, bless. So, but basically, the reason I bring all this up, the reason I think it's, that's important, is on an emotional level, mm-hmm. you get no catharsis with this kind of wiener-style story yeah. of, a, of a consistent sheet. To be clear, uh, we're referring to Anthony Wiener, the congressman. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. just Wayne Rooney's member. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I'm uh, sure Anthony Weiner's going to come up a lot in this podcast. We'll get to uh, him. He's a pretty foundational influence on the both of us. <laughs> Not in his behavior, I should yeah, say. Yeah. Jesus um, Christ. But I, I, so what I'm saying is, though, what I want to say is, I think... When you, when, yeah, when you, you have so little freedom in that, you're used to just putting out fires and putting up this strong front mm-hmm. of, of being a good wife. And you're having... It, with stories like this, it's not just... It's every, as we said, it was every side gets attacked. Colleen mm-hmm. is like, oh, she didn't keep him happy. She yeah. didn't... Do Absolutely. what a wife in quotation marks is supposed to do. Absolutely. Um, on Wednesday, you know, oh, how could he do that to his kids? On the one was like, how could they seduce away? How could they mm-hmm. be a home wrecker? What happens is, particularly to women in these situations, like with Anthony, Anthony Weiner probably being the best example. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you are responsible for the image of a happily, of a happy family, and of a happily married man, and a happy wife, mm-hmm. and happy children. And so if you, and this happens all the time, this happened to, this happened to Anthony Weiner's wife, and it's just mind-boggling. If you, if you appear too critical or frustrated, mm-hmm. you're accused of, well, why are you staying with him? You know, why mm-hmm. don't you divorce him? If you appear too happy, you're accused of being an idiot, a fool, mm-hmm. you know, letting them walk all over you. 
Um, and so you really cannot win because yeah. you're, you are responsible for supporting the structure. And that, unfortunately, particularly in media, is often the role we give to these mm. women. And although Wayne Rooney gets a lot of flack for cheating, it's insane that some of that flack inevitably mm. falls well, on his na- wife. Well, the narrative of Wayne Rooney in sport, I feel like, I don't know enough about sports journalism, obviously, but then you say, like, they, they literally goes like, well, we'll park that, we know you had affairs, and we're going to talk about your career. Exactly. And, and exactly. how you played, and that's a whole different world. And people say um, all the time, we shouldn't be talking about this, we should be talking about what he does. And mm-hmm. although maybe we shouldn't be talking about it, it's fair enough, it'd be mm-hmm. nice if we if we had less of this kind of gossip. Um, we, we still, that's not an option for Colleen Rooney, because her job is being wife of Wayne Rooney. Yeah, and if he keeps cheating on her publicly, yeah. then that's just going to, you um, know, knock the ladder from underneath her. Certainly. But, I, so here's, here's my, if you'll indulge me, here's, uh, um, what, if I was writing the movie... Dan, this podcast episode is me indulging. You. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Daniel, we have a microphone. <laughs> uh, if you'll indulge me, if I think, let's say, you know, so you're used to the, the machine. And obviously, seemingly, all those who in, live in that world... Mm-hmm are used to it. Katie Price talking about selling stories and, and apparently uh, Daniel Lloyd, sorry, as well, had a quote talking about this world of selling stories to journalists. Is, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's bread and butter to Absolutely. those journalists at least and you have to play that game. Mm-hmm. It's, it's go along to get It's the machine they operate. It's mm. the machine from which they make their money. But it's one you, you hate. You hate these journalists so much. You hate the paper. You hate coming home to your house and having them follow you, asking questions, camping outside. You know, when you turn to your private Instagram for solace to mm. post stories, suddenly those get out as well. Yeah, and you just suddenly hits you, and you're like, you know, I, how could how could they cut a deal where I'm at loss? How could how could they not know? They've seen they've seen this. Mm-hmm. If their friends fall, if like this is a long time, obviously you know different friends come and go, but like they've seen that, and then mm-hmm. it's like I know. So you, I think you would be, and if you had all this intelligence, mm-hmm. but you didn't know <laughs> because you're you're Colleen Rooney, you're the greatest criminal mastermind who's ever lived. <laughs> well, you collate, yeah, but like you you collate media is your world. You Absolutely, know how it no, works. you're right. You're right. The fundamentals, the mechanics, they're all there. They're all working. Someone must be selling these. Someone they're getting yeah. the stories from somewhere. You you yeah exactly. Absolutely. Maintaining the brand itself is an exactly. intelligent is an amazing thing. Absolutely, but Very she just like. And you just start plotting, and you just start <laughs> months on end. You just start plotting. It's like I know, like could it, like you wouldn't do this to me. And you just and it and it gets closer, 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 closer. And then you and, it, and you get that proof. And that and by the way, the thing That's about the phenomenal. three different stories about the Mexican family that must have been fun. Thing like oh my god, yeah, yeah. yeah Can you like, imagine? Mm. How do you? The thing I think about is is with. Wayne Rooney, because this is also uh, another very influential uh, film on, on our reading of these things. Uh, the film Gone Girl. This is some Gone Girl oh, ass shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like an intricate plot that mm-hmm. reveals. Um, Gillian Flynn, who wrote Gone Girl, has uh, one of the, the epigraphs, not the epigraph, the dedication of one of her books to her husband mm-hmm. is the most metal thing, and I think about it uh, mm. once a week, which is. Uh, she dedicated the book to her husband and said, how can I not love a man who knows how I think and still chooses to sleep next to me each night? Which is the most badass fucking line. How does Wayne Rooney <laughs> sleep next to this woman? You can't cross her ever again! No, <laughs> Wayne is just like, I, didn't, I don't know what's going on, but this is great for me. Uh... No, but what, what's, what's next for Wayne Rooney? We're going to find Wayne Rooney, you know, tied up with a bottle of the ocean. Miami, yeah. yeah, exactly. The fear of God is in him if it wasn't already. 
he 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 sucks so much. Yeah, he's a bad dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. Strong anti Wayne Rooney podcast as well. Um, so this narrative has gone away. There's still derision, but there's also this weird, much more building up weightiness. No, I it's see a lot. lot of... more, I see a lot more, like, okay. I see a lot more people taking this very seriously and seeing it as a moment of, I mean, it's almost seeing it as political. I mean, people are talking about this as like an incredible statement and, and move against the gossip media industry, mm-hmm. which I don't know if it is really, because it kind of just gets us sucked further deeper in that, you know, we're mm-hmm. doing a whole thing about it now because it's so intriguing. Um, but I, I understand why they feel that way, and I think that that proves just how much this has become ubiquitous for all of us, is this mm-hmm. public playing out of drama. This is what happens to people, you know. I've seen not dissimilar, I'm sure you have too, not dissimilar things like this happen to my friends, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll see a big relationship fight play out online, mm-hmm. and people posting different things, and people making accusations yeah. about how others have behaved. Yeah. And I, th- I think as well, to your point, sorry, scary. it speaks to the media savviness in order just to find out who's been lying to you mm-hmm. and to carry, that's, carrying out that for months mm-hmm. like that's like a big plot and being able to cut through that uh-huh. is is incredible and also i think just Absolutely. speaks to how complicated and i think the fact that people relate to it so much or, or it captured a public idea mm-hmm. it's just that we see that in so many different factions mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. you know just there's so many uh fountains of where you get stuff from mm-hmm. and i think and some stuff is so colored by everything it's so hard to get like yep. truth. it's yep. basically yeah it's fake news stuff um <laughs> so and i think that's what people liked about it is that it's like someone someone beat the kafka system <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah but absolutely i will you know what actually i'm thinking i don't think we should do i don't think the one scale no it's lines. a different thing isn't it this is more of a and this may happen on this podcast that we talk of one-off stories with a bit of background mm-hmm. and just discuss them as well yeah um well, I think that's all that needs to be said, I think. Yeah, I um, think, yeah. I think we had good thoughts. Though. I think we had good thoughts, good, <laughs> good, good words. Welcome yeah, back yeah. to this nuanced gossip podcast, where I, we do gossip, but mm. also nuance about where gossip is bad. Welcome to part of the problem. Uh, <laughs> we can justify anything to ourselves. Uh, <laughs> this has been part of the problem. We've been Rory and Dan, and you've been complicit in the cruelties <laughs> of the system. <laughs> yeah, um, this has been... Uh, that's Rich. Tune in next week. Did you week. forget the name of our podcast for a second? <laughs> Tune in. It's been an hour, so. <laughs> so been an hour. I'm off the fucking uh, yeah. clock. Um, but tune in next week. Next, uh, Rory will have a different uh, figure, historical or modern. We don't. Yeah, know who that. knows? I might um, do. He might certainly do doesn't. So. <laughs> um, You'll certainly but, be surprised. Um, I've been uh, Daniel McKeown. I've been Rory Kelly. And uh, tune in next week. Bye. Bye bye.